oppressively, miserably hot. What's hot? What's hot? I, okay, Nate, I know it's under hot there, but it's so fucking hot here. I like I was outside. They did a caravan, like a, a farewell uh, since we couldn't do an event. So everybody just like pulled up and that's nice. Um, and uh, within five minutes, I looked like I had just jumped into a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sweater, too. I sweat a lot, too. But you sweat. I'm gross. I'm really gross. No, it's not gross. Everybody sweats and, and, and nobody should ever make you feel gross for sweating. That's why I only wear technical fabrics, JP. <laughs> By the way, Nate, no low tech fabrics. I saw only the, the, uh, the, the tech uh, uh, cargo pants. I forget what they're called, but you and Claire had been riffing on them. And then I was on TikTok, and I'm like, Oh my God, they've got pockets for everything. Yes. Um, Columbia cargo pants. They might be. I, 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 it comes up as an ad. I know you guys talked about it. And I'm like, this is even better than the, the uh, Utilikil. They're doing crazy things with technical fabrics these days. I mean, the guy like rubbed them on barbed wire and was like, they can't be, they can't be cut. Which begs the question, how did they make the fucking <laughs> pants? But like, I, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Let me, let me grab a uh, supplemental drink. How are you doing, Chris? A lot of notes and they are not really the plot line it's mostly me being upset at things no a lot of it's a lot of them it's a lot of things that start with why i'm just looking at the word why (laughs) and my whole like row i'm just like looking at a row of comments that i'll start with why (laughs) (laughs) oh man um we gave you an interesting one yeah and i don't mean good (laughs) (laughs) this one one uh Okay. I don't know what they were thinking on this one. There were there were a couple of moments where I did laugh out loud. Yeah, uh, there's there's some there's some laughs. We got oh some boy. laughs. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Claire will not be joining us. Uh, and so here, I know, I know. I I will make sure that all boos are. That's noted. Mm-hmm. That's noted in my grudge, my list of grudges. Deserves it. She's watching a show called uh, Why Women Kill. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard uh, of that show. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. It, I'm actually featured in episode 8, 17. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually watching. I'm, I, you're literally <laughs> on the screen right now. I just saw you. Yeah, it's a weird one. You're getting paid for being in the suite. It's a but show don't. about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your wife is oh, kind no, of a hottie, the titular and woman is his you got that it's, giant dog. It's just all of, it's just a documentary about me, and that's the title. Yep, it's it, the dog is heavily featured, but it is. It turns out that the murderer in the final episode is actually his daughter. Av, hey, that might be one of the greatest jokes ever. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm glad. So, is 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 Alana here? Then I hear that uh, that wonderful knife sound. We're getting knifed. We're getting knifed. Okay, well, that's, what, that's what Claire's hearing in the background. She's just listening <laughs> to and stab. Chris, you are man. a guest tonight. You shut your mouth so that we can do our cold open. You understand God me? Damn it, Chris White. All right, JP, you ready to go? You're smoking. I'm going to start. You, you can listen to me. To, like set this up. Um, JP, you know I got a big dog. We just we were just talking about it. I got a big dog. We were struggling with him for, for about the first two weeks with training and whatnot. Nothing terrible, but just just uh, couldn't get him under control. Couldn't get the nipping under control and stuff like that. 
And um, so he's a puppy. Exactly. He's a puppy. He's a puppy. We were trying to put it in perspective, but we also have small children. So we we do have to find like some sort of regiment to get it under control because he's going to get big fast. He gained 15 pounds since we got him. <laughs> he's bigger than Gunter by twice yeah. as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyway. He is he is as big as our old dog, who is who was a big dog, like not the biggest dog, but so we hired a trainer. Trainer comes over, he walks me and my wife through some exercises that we're supposed to do. But he says that the way that we're going to correct our new dog, okay, is the way that his uh mother would correct him by growling. So you know, okay. Okay. You get it. It's not what I've heard, but I, sure. Me neither. I had never tried this before either, but it, he responded very well to it. So now if he's <laughs> picking up something off of the coffee table and, and we don't want him to do that, we go. <clears throat> and he responds really well. He like backs off. And then if he doesn't, we're supposed to spray him with a water bottle, but here's the secret. Water bottles got to be tiny and he can't see the water bottle. Keep it down by your hip. You know what I'm saying? I. It's, it's very complicated. It's complicated, but it works. It works. Um, and so what I wanted to talk to you about is that I've really taken to the growling. Um, and now I growl <laughs> at my wife whenever she's not doing something. I go, <clears throat> she goes, <clears throat> I back off. Um, I growl to myself to JP, you know, you know how Wagger talks about muttering to himself. You growl to yourself. I do. Cause I mutter to myself, especially like if I'm working on something like putting pipes together or something, I'll, I'll like talk to myself through it. And now if I'm doing something like I'm building a piece of furniture or something and I'm getting frustrated, I go, mm-hmm. make it all. I get all flustered. Is it working then? It's invaded my brain is the point that I'm trying to make. Um, <laughs> I wanted to know if the training was working. The training on, is working. He's responding very your, And on you. He's, he's responding very well to it. I'm responding. Clearly, I'm responding very well to it. <laughs> I feel like I can smell better, too, and hear better. Um, <laughs> I've been pooping outside. Chris, hit the music. No, no, I realized, JP, we just talked through this. That'd be like a cool thing to do, right? We should start doing that. Yeah. You just like say stuff while it's going. Like, we've done so many of these. Like, we're going to listen to this so many times. Yeah. Like, who cares? Who cares? Hey, welcome to Friendsman. I'm your host, JP, and I am here with my best friend of all time, the greatest, the one, the only, Big Nate. Big Nate, how you doing? Mm. That's callback. I'm but, good, uh, buddy. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. The training is going well. That's what's important. How are you doing, JP? I, I'm doing all right. Weird times. You're I stressed. Don't lie. Of, I'm a lot stressed. You're I'm stressed. stressed. So uh, we, we sold the house. Uh, and now we're just sitting here waiting until the movers get here to move us. And uh, um, boy, we're really hoping they show up this time. They fucked you. They fucked us. It, it, Nate. It sucks. It sucks so much, man. And Chris is going to put a giant beep over this because I'm going to directly threaten 
the moving company that that fucked you over. But I am going to firebomb their their offices, their buildings, and we're going to put a giant beep over that, so nobody's going to know what I said. So don't you worry. It 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 was. It's been a stressful couple of days. It was. It sucked because I was on a run of like a couple of good days where like things were moving forward smoothly, and then it was just like, <laughs> fuck you, Jake. Yeah, that's how it goes, right? Yeah, it's 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 all going to work out. I know. I know. I know how you feel, because for me, it's like, uh, you know, every every couple of days you step in dog crap outside. You know what I mean? Like, usually, you know, you know where it all is and you know where to step. But. For once in a while, I, I I, I think. The difference between your dog and my dog is already apparent enough that it, it it's it's really like it means a different thing to me. I'm like, oh yeah, oh no, one small centimeter of my shoe got a little bit of cute poop on it. My dog's um, poops are the size of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting I, big really quick, Nate. I really like being like the aggro big dog guy too. My brother has German shepherds. He has two of them. Real big dogs, like really big German shepherds. Oh, they, they, they're huge. And I've been I've taken to on FaceTime calls, like when when my kids call home for the family, I've taken to calling them cute and like asking if they have little bags that they carry them around in. And I call them like yappy dogs, like Uncle Kevin's little yappy dogs are there. All right. I love the joke, but also it sounds <laughs> like you're negging your brother. I there. am I'm negging his dogs. Okay. Okay. We've got a special episode tonight, JP. Nate, I'm very excited. I'm very excited because we are finally having on somebody who, at least as far as I know, loves friends more than anyone I've ever met. He's a big. He's a big fan of the show. Huge fan of the show, and also huge fan of this podcast. Contractually, he has to like it. I am so excited to announce and introduce our guest tonight, the amazing Chris White. Chris White, how you doing? Great music. Thank you. Great music. Yeah, I mean, uh, chill. Very optimistic. Got some nice brass in there. Yeah, this episode (laughs) was a downer, though. Oh, Chris. You don't think so? I think it was. (laughs) I mean, we're still still bringing some energy. I feel like the fact that you opened with a lot of dog talk coming really out of the previous episode with a lot of dog girl talk is a nice connector for the listener. Dog girl. We're establishing a brand. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a growl now. I growl. Nate, we are oh. not turning this into dog boy podcast. This is it. No, because I see what you're doing. All now. of this training. Chris, I thank you. And now I see what he's doing. It's making me the alpha. Okay. And she would really, she would really respond to my dominant energy mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> because like I can give, I can give this dog a glance and I, he knows what to do. And so I don't know. Dog girl, call me. Chris, how are you? Hi. How are you doing? Um, I'm also pretty bad. So I'm sad that JP's moving. Good. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, but more importantly than all that, there was a COVID outbreak at my child's daycare. So he is home and we are testing him for COVID on Monday, which is tomorrow. That sucks. That's bad. 
That sucks but a lot. He's asymptomatic, and we're vaccinated and asymptomatic, so that's good. That's all fine. But um, we'll see. scary, yeah, scary yeah. stuff. I wish this was like because I went to Lollapalooza. It's not. <laughs> I didn't even get to see Megan Stallion. I didn't. Is that who you're? <laughs> is that who you're camping out for? No, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of electronic acts I would have seen. Okay, okay. I mean, I maybe would have seen her also, depending on how they had it set up. But that's a little complicated. There's always you you always make some sort of difficult choice yeah. between two people that you want to see, and sometimes that choice is uh, based on the fact that you're extremely intoxicated, and one of them would require you like take a long walk. Somewhere. Yep, one of them's closer to the bathroom. Yeah. So. Um, people that you would like drive an hour and pay a decent money to see, you'll be like, I can't be bothered to walk 15 minutes. It's kind of muddy near that stage. So I'm staying yeah. by this one. And then the next day you're like, why? That's the brain. Why did it happen that way? Those pictures of, of like how many people were there really kind of freaked me out. Like not even with the COVID thing, like just like a crowd that size really freaks me out. <laughs> It was, a, it was a big one. I've been in a couple of big crowds in kind of small spaces. I was at Obama's inauguration. And when the time came for everyone to kind of file out, it got a little weird because sure. um, the mall is flat. So what that means is like, if you're surrounded by people, you just see other people. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's what I one, like. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily help. Like, I'm like standing on my tiptoes and looking and basically I just see people. And so like when people start walking a direction, I have to just kind of trust them that that's towards the exit. Yeah. That's a weird, that's bad. bad that's a bad place to be in. The last we've fest- been outside for a long time. It was very cold. Oh, you recall how that all went down. It was like zero degrees. So you're like already feeling a little desperate. I had been drinking because what am I doing? I'm not working that day. Yeah, right. you know I didn't have good yet. So the last but, festival I went to was festival Supreme. The Tenacious D Comedy Music Festival hosted on the Santa Monica Pier. Okay. Okay. What year? Uh, 2000. It was the first one. So whatever, whatever year the first one was. I want to say like 2012, 13. Okay. That sounds. That sounds. So right. Festival Supreme. I can't that imagine means that it came with festival since then. Yeah. Sour cream and tomatoes as well, right? <laughs> That's very funny, Chris. <laughs> right on, right on cue with the sound effect. Absolutely perfect. But when I say, literally, the entire pier was packed with people. There was nowhere to go because it's just like it's like one long space, and it was completely full. And I got out of there. I didn't like that. Um, I was trying to craft a Lollapalooza tweet. Let me know what you guys think of this. Okay. Uh, running through that Lollapalooza crowd, grabbing random children, screaming, what year is it? It's not bad. Do it's people bad. have children there? Uh, it looked I'd like that. That was my, I, 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 that was what I was wondering. Well, well, children have festivals before. I don't know if Lala is one of them. <laughs> I was referring to the, festival goers as children compared to to us they're all like 18 year old 20 year old kids that's correct anyway i don't know that you should ever say that you're running and grabbing children though (laughs) unless you're really really sure that people know that you mean college kids seem that's a good point chris that's a good point chris what's your um personal relationship with the television show friends and keep in mind what it says in your contract 
Well, I'm I'm contact the producer. So I produce a podcast about yeah. it. That's a, an important part of it. And it says you have to um, like it. Or else I didn't honestly guy, I wouldn't I JP. didn't dislike it as much as I thought I was going to based on how much our guests seemed to hate it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because our guests hate it and yes. are usually kind of mad at us. Almost every one of them except right? for McCray. And and it's not like we're a bad movie podcast, you know. Um kind of are. <laughs> we're like a bad show podcast. It's like disagree. Disagree both with how I feel about the show and 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 the way that Nate got me to do the show with him. That's Nate fair. Loves friends. That's fair. It's really that like you kind of already know what you're getting because it's a sitcom, mm-hmm. and then it's from the '90s. And I don't know whether you should like tease the score up or down on the basis of those things already being like stuff we should set aside and not sure. Really Does that spend give it a handicap or, or is it good in spite of that sort of thing? Yeah, right? it's, you know, but it's like. They shouldn't be surprised that at what it is. It's not, it's not different than what you expect. I sure. Guess. Um, I thought it was going to be extremely bad on the basis of again how angry. But we kind of have angry <laughs> guests. Yeah, I, I think all of our guests have anger problems, mental. Problems. Almost every one of our friends, acquaintances, and mutuals are uh, really angry. So get help, all of you. Seriously, get help. <laughs> um. It's been a hard time. So I'm like, I haven't known these people since, you know, I didn't know them in 2019 when maybe things were normal or whatever. Um, but they, I don't know. It does seem like they're angry deep inside. <laughs> so I don't know that I think it was recent. It, I just think that they're all very angry, but it was, um, it was I, I will okay. say, I, I, I will say because it, I got okay. sucked into the whole bug main thing. And that's where a lot of us first associated. And I will tell you, your assessment is correct from day zero really angry everyone yeah, yeah. everyone's it's, angry mm-hmm. so but my, angry my right relationship now. with friends like actually started i guess properly like i watched every episode or whatever when i was in high school I okay guess. like when it was live i watched it sure. each week um and i think i liked it i don't know that i like i don't remember ever having like gear or like talking necessarily to people about it like excitedly okay. But I like participating. Chris, wait, can I ask a quick question? Yeah, uh, because I, I met you shortly after high school, mm-hmm. and just based on uh, the you I knew I when I first met going. you, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> okay, so um, you were saying you didn't have gear, and I'm assuming you, you didn't have friends' gear. I'm asking this earnestly. Snap Did back. you own any hip hop Looney Tunes gear? <laughs> No, um, I, I was, don't believe you. I don't like believe a pointed you. question. It seems like I was, you too, I was too pretentious for all that. Have a jacket. JP. Or a hat I really or wasn't. <laughs> you were too pretentious yes. for a crisscross Tasmanian devil. Yeah, I was like, this is pop garbage. This stuff that people are buying at the mall is not the real stuff. Oh, I don't know anything about. Good, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Honestly, that I was like, people don't understand that this isn't a game. This is art expressing anger at modern society. And I was an extremely angry young man who I guess has mellowed out enough that I'm not that mad at the French show. Okay. I don't know. Well, Chris, can I, can I, can I say one more thing? Mm. That thing where I, it was a Tasmanian, it was a crisscross Tasmanian devil. It was crisscross Tasmanian devil and Bugs Bunny. I, I had that shirt. Okay. Do you still have that shirt, JP? I fucking wish, dude. Do you want to go put it on? It seems like you want to put it oh, on. Man. I, I, <laughs> hey, and anyone listening, if you can find me a hip hop 
We can find uh, you Looney that Tunes shirt. T-shirt, but it's got to be the one that's Taz and Bugs doing the crisscross. And guess what, guys? Their hats are backwards and their arms are crossed. Yeah. I like the one where it's Tweety in like really baggy clothes um, with like a black eye and she's like looking all tough. My daughter, my daughter talks like Taz. Oh. Says me, me want watermelon. Me, me go outside. Oh my God. Okay. That's so much better than what I I thought you meant. Like the slobbering. I was was like, I was this where we find out that. Nate has a severely handicapped daughter. Keep her in a room. Oh no! <laughs> on her, basically. I think I think that in he just actually a... Nikki brought home the t- Tasmanian devil and was like, "This is our daughter," and Nate just has not picked up on it yet. I mean, legally, he's that Tasmanian devil's dad at this point. <laughs> at right? this point, John, he would certainly be financially oh, obligated. Yeah. You guys play too much. <laughs> oh, we're so crazy. Um, that doesn't super surprise me about JP though, because. JP was a big man on campus in high school. What does that mean? I'm interested. JP, why don't you tell you them what this means? JP I was like whether you were student class president or prom king. Which of those two things were you? I, I it was student class president and homecoming. I was, oh, okay. I was prom king. No, I Nate, wasn't. it doesn't count if you're homeschooled, dude. But hey, <laughs> all right. I don't know if you heard <laughs> in the back. I heard Claire it. just screamed. There we go. If she wants to come on the show, no, that was at me. Not it was not at you, Nate. It was at me. <laughs> I wasn't prom queen, but my girlfriend was prom queen. The one from Niagara Falls area. What? She's Canadian. Oh, you haven't met her. You wouldn't know her. Shut up, JP. <laughs> you freak. I was trying to remember the line from um, Wait. The Rock about. Fucking the prom queen. Wait, I don't have it. I just have the last part, which is I, I know what you're talking. Nate was like Nicholas Cage. There you go. I'm Let's imagining Jay. I'm gonna write the joke around it correctly. Big man on campus in high school, walking yeah, so through the halls the cool stuff. with a confident swagger and a Letterman's jacket on, with an no entourage behind him, and he passes a nerd, slaps the books out of the nerd's hands, says, "Pick those up, nerd," and he grabs a girl, and kisses her, walks away, doesn't know who she is. And then he goes into the cafeteria and just walking in there, everybody goes, JP, 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 JP. Is that, is that what it was like? All right, I mean, they had like I, a Baltimore I, accent when they were chanting. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, and I, you know what? I, I would be offended, but I have to admit that that's not far off. Pretty accurate. From instead of doing a yearbook of the whole school, they just made a flip book that was that exact scene that you just described. But as Chris said, there was there were there were there were subtitles that were Baltimore accent. Okay, and um, that was uh, my senior year. That Everybody sounded one. all fucked up. Everyone so in great. the cafeteria was just eating Old Bay, only Old Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I know way too much stuff oh, about Baltimore. My are garbage. I love them. Now that I've known JP, I have to hear all this stuff about Baltimore. I know what Old Bay is now. What the fuck? As well, you should. Find spice to use sometimes. Okay, so I want to share one personal friend story. So it, it works with the like general tenor of this episode that you guys had me watch. Okay. About a week after 9 11, I was oh watching the news. <laughs> what are we, what, wait. Okay, no, Nate makes a good point. Yeah, Nate makes a good the point. That's we fair. just want to establish right now that uh, the friends are against 9 <laughs> 11. Yep. 
It's important. We just want to make sure I, it's a hard line to that. take. I know that we're going to get a lot of angry mail. We're allowed email, to boo 9-11. DMs, Instagrams. I know, but we are willing to, we'll put it all on the line. If you don't want to listen anymore, don't listen. Okay. Because we are against 9-11. We're against it. Yeah. <laughs> unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Anyway, Chris, what you were saying? You were talking so, about 9-11. So I'm watching the news and they're showing efforts of people clearing the debris and trying to find, you know, basically at that point it was pulling bodies out um, because people were still missing and nobody knew if they were dead or if they were just in a hospital somewhere unconscious or whatever. It was a bad, it was a bad time. You know, when 3,000 people die, it's very, very bad. It's hard. It might be hard to remember that because we had six weeks or something where 3,000 people died per day, just like last year. But at the wow. time, we were very upset. So I'm watching this and they're bumping out of the news with um, a montage of firefighters and volunteers covered in soot, like clearing rubble. And it's extremely emotional. And they're playing uh, a song that was a hit at the time, Only Time by Ant. By Enya. The weirdly a banger. Very good song. Weirdly. It is a very good Enya. song. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's what they. And then the next thing that comes on is a, is a commercial for a show that is coming back and it's going to bring hope back to America. And it is uh, the season premiere of Friends that's coming soon, that's coming out of the wedding episode. And that commercial also plays only time. Whoa. Oh, God. Yeah. No. And even as a young man, I was like, a room full of people should be fired for this. That, no. It's very bad that that just happened. This is conspiracy territory, Chris. I'm about to devote the next couple of years of my life to to finding this this uh, broadcast tape. So it was real. I was. Um, That's yeah, nuts. It, 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 it was. It was very embarrassing. Uh, say, say that that's nuts, JP. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very low key. That was very embarrassing. I really <laughs> well executed. That I was is like, nuts. Dude, that's nuts. That's pretty crazy. Okay, so that's that's what I was that was my last memory, I feel like. Last like major memory of the French show prior to coming into the <laughs> show tonight. I forgot that, I forgot that there was a through line here. Jesus Christ, dude. The friends never did a 9/11 episode. They never did a 9/11. Oh, cowards. Episode. Cowards. Cowards. Have you guys ever read the uh, Seinfeld 9-11 episode? No, I want to know everything about it. Somebody did you, just, wait, did you do it as uh, Baby Seinfeld? No. <laughs> Somebody just wrote I mean, that's a, that's a valid perspective. A lot of kids were in elementary school. They had to like roll the TV in. Baby true. Seinfeld would be sitting there in, in class. True. JP's <laughs> Zoom background is now the restaurant from Seinfeld. And I'm mad. I'm mad about that. I'm sorry. This is the call. This is Central Perk. That's Central Perk. That's Central Perk. Okay. That's where uh, Rachel and Rachel, Phoebe and stuff. And uh, Clark? 
He always orders the very big salad. I think that's right. Is one of the friends called Clark? Uh, no. His Clark. name is Clear. like for claire is she able to concentrate <laughs> on her show her show is no longer on i think she's outside say some shit about right 9/11 now, no. and then say claire How she be, right? <laughs> pounding the table rant about 9-11 i don't know how she can be watching a show <laughs> so anyway so it was great thanks for having me on the show i got yeah, to watch an yeah. episode and, all right um i have a lot of notes the notes um, are not really going to help us go through the, like walk through the episode the way that I was going to say because Shampoodler, Shampoodler that was a good structure on that one. If yeah. you wanted to do, but you're telling us no, it's not going to help us with the plot points. It's just stream of consciousness that you wrote on your paper. It's well, just it's really just a list of complaints that I had. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I'll tell you though, as we come along, times that I did laugh. There was a couple times that I laughed. You you had some laughs. Okay, yeah, I had some laughs too. We had I mean, some. Laughs. I don't even think it's a great episode, but. I had some laughs. I, I think we got a laugh in the first scene. Uh, Eating breakfast. Nate, take it away. Take it away, Nate. Well, uh, let's. I have a question for you, JP, and I want to see right. if we matched up here. What's All your right. What's your A plot and your B plot? And Chris, I'd like your answer too. Interesting. I do have. I did find this interesting as well. Oh, JP's thinking about this for way I mean, too long. No, no, no. no. I, I mean, the A Am I gonna plot have to edit is this? <laughs> shorter. Okay. Okay. Keep thinking about it. Go ahead. No, I think the A plot is is the Richard and Monica. That's what right? I have too. Yeah. So, but I think like bad filmmaking or misogynist for centering the men, but making it to be their plot. It's it's weird. There's also not very much of it. Um, the transitions yeah. back and forth were like this a is a very choppy episode. Yeah, it was incredibly choppy. Yeah, it's hard to tell how much time had passed in some cases. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's one. It's weird because it was a similar episode. Not very many things happened. Chris, I think that's yeah. a very good point, and I think that the, the the time that it was the most problematic was when it left. Uh, Elliot Gould was getting down with it, um, mm-hmm. and then how long passed before all three of them came out of the bathroom in very exaggerated ways? Right. I don't know, and I need to know. And then also, I need to know if it was like ten seconds or like you know. Oh, you know it was a long four time. and a half hours later. You know, had a little bit here, you know what boy Elliot? Cool. Small party. That was a small party for three people to be missing. <laughs> he comes out of that bathroom full of energy, man, <laughs> and in like a small geography too. Like I realize it's there's a like, set, like but it really is like four there. rooms. Yeah, and it's like you can definitely like the person who was standing near the coffee table talking about what they have going on at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Started a story, watched the three of them go down the hallway, and then finished their story, finished their drink, finished their like crudite, right. and then we're like, those people still haven't walked past me again. Mm-hmm. I know that because this is a small party. We have another time problem too, um, where we've got the scene where Joey gives Chandler the plastic spoons and then breaks his heart and tells him he's moving out, well, and then there's all over the place right now. Oh, he's siding with the very- Italian. <laughs> No, he's wrong. I, I think Joey is wrong. I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> How are you going to leave Joey in Chandler's place? Yeah, like he's breaking people up. This is terrible. Um, there's a very long transition after that scene, and it cuts to all of Joey's shit is packed up. 
and he's yeah. moving it down to the car. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, and, and by the way, you know what the last four boxes that they all carried out for him were? Cotton balls. All cotton balls. JP is just mad that they were obviously empty boxes. They were empty. You could tell. It's oh. terrible box acting. Oh, we're, oh, no, I actually was just angry that the last four boxes were cotton balls, and that just didn't make a lot of sense plot-wise. You're telling me they were empty? Very mad about moving related Maybe. topics right now. We didn't really have a I content think, warning he, prepared for this. You know what? you got to be good about the fucking prop comedy. We've talked about it on the show. Drinking water? Difficult. Difficult acting. Yeah, that's hard acting. So fucking work on it, okay? Yeah. You're getting paid at least... Like he's really mad. Fifty thousand per episode for probably not at this point. Fifty thousand? I don't think so. Uh, Well, how popular the show was at the time of this episode? Season two, JP. Is it pretty popular by now or not? Yeah, I think. I mean, they got the second season. I think it was popular, but I, I, I'm sure. No, that first season. That first season, they blew it out of the water. I think they paid season two. Okay, you're right. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. (laughs) We should look it up when I'm right. We should start at the beginning too, because I have comments for. Every 30 <laughs> seconds of the show, basically. So this is going to be <laughs> JP, a lot maybe, of things to say about people's clothes. And maybe Joey doesn't have anything. Maybe he doesn't own anything. And he just has the boxes because he thought his friends would think he's weird if he didn't have anything. They were also packing in the center of the living room in a way that didn't really make any sense. Mm-hmm. As if they were like, I'm going to pick this up off the floor of the center of the living room. They and put, put the in chairs also and the big in the TV. The and the okay, you guys, entertainment you guys are system into the so box. objectively wrong on this. The way that you pack a house is you do concentric circles and you empty the outer circle and then you empty the next one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next one. Have you never fucking packed a house? Jesus Christ. And also like for that all to work, <laughs> the, the bra that he was using, the bra that he used, have Rachel's the, bra that he was using is the way I described it, which is real weird. Um, well, he was using it. He was using it as a water. It would have had to just been shot. in the middle of an empty open area the whole time prior to that, right? Like they were, they'd been in the house for some period of time right. helping pack. Chris, and then they were like, Chris, this is the last box. That was the bullseye the whole time. Concentric circles, I'm telling you. There we go. See? Okay, it was like bullseye in what? Bullseye. Okay. Well, let's start at the, the beginning. We're, yeah. we're eating breakfast at Chandler and Joey's house. We're talking about Cat and Front. They are sitting very close together. Yeah. They're like, their faces they're, are right on top of each other. That fanfic exists, right? Joey Chandler? Yeah. It's, it's got to, right? If you find some, I'll let you read it on the podcast. I will be doing this. Yeah. But like, not right now. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You got uh, anyway, you, to. You talk a lot about that next that. part. The next, the, the, <laughs> the next part you were, t- we were talking about it earlier and you were like, I have so much to say about this. You should do that right now. Talk a lot. Go. Is it about Captain Crunch and how there's no reason to believe that he's not just the captain of a boat? Like, why does it have to do anything with cereal? Well, the captain? He, he, he's the captain of a brand, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and I think that the boat and the cereal are all contained within that brand. I think he makes the cereal on the boat. All right. That's fine. I don't think there's anything weird about that in terms of him being a captain. If yeah. there's a boat, he's a captain of it. I think that's it is fine. weird he's that his captain. eyebrows are on his hat. Yeah, that's true. That was a valid point. That's very weird. Um, but Joey licks his spoon and puts it back in the drawer. And, and that's, not, that's not okay to do even if you're living alone. It's, it's, it's just really not a thing that people gross. do. It's gross. Um, like so, maybe was he cleaning it by licking it? Yeah, he was cleaning it's, the milk okay. off of it. Ooh, but how do you like, say milk again, Nate? Say that again. 
Melk. Oh yeah. All right. M E L K. You're one of those. Okay. Are you know. a pillow person? Do you say pillow? No, I say pillow. I don't say pillow. Just checking. <laughs> one of our one of our one of our closest friends uh, does in fact say it these ways. Good for her. She's Shout very accomplished. Great. She's a smart lady. Driving and listening all the time. Yeah. Good for her. You say pillow yeah. however however you want. Um. I mean, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. So on this scene, I got to say, my favorite part was, uh, so Chandler was nervous, very nervous. He was always nervous before sex, but more so this time. Oh, no. Maybe because he, he found it. Up. Are you going to keep going? Oh, something happened that made Uh-oh. his... Something happened that made his computer i was getting so horny guys i'm sorry my so my headset is bluetooth but it's not charged so i have it plugged in yeah and then every time you guys make me laugh i pull back and i pull the fucking charger out and the whole thing falls apart so if anything any delays that are happening because i disappear from the mic are because of you guys okay do you have more more pornos tights kitten ears and a tail it's just a little bit out of his comfort zone. There was a knock on his bathroom door. Chandler? Joey said. Yeah, Joe? You almost ready? Really capturing the voices in the writing. Yeah, just give me one second. Pause. We don't have to do this if you're nervous. I don't want to do this that badly. That was a goddamn lie. Old Joey had been talking about for days. Chandler's new outfit. What he was going to do to him in it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, podcast starting. Joey Chandler slash thick. Wow. Subscribe to our Patreon. Bonus I've got, episodes. I've Look, got a boner, JP. To, it was going to get oh. horned up over here. That, that was fantastic. Cat ears, huh? I, and cat ears. I mean, it was the natural progression of their relationship. I, I, I think I'm surprised that. it didn't happen on the show. Yeah. Like that. I'm going to look that up later. Send me that link. Um, they go over to breakfast at Monica's and they talk about, Wait, hold on. I'm not done yet. Okay. So do you guys, <laughs> so he does toothbrush stuff, right? There's jokes about, you know, he uses his toothbrush and blah, blah, blah. That's not that funny. It got me thinking though, like he definitely thinks it's more gross then I think I would to find out that somebody else uses a toothbrush that's his good friend. And then I yeah. was like, you know what I'm saying? They're roommates for a long time. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want my roommate for a long time to use my toothbrush, but it would be a thing where I wouldn't be like, I would think it was like lazy or something more so than gross. Sure. Maybe it's the like, totalitarian toothbrush. What's wrong with you? Kind of thing. You know, Maybe you guys use your spouse's toothbrushes situations well. together. Sometimes my wife doesn't like it when I do. JP, does Claire care? Or do you, Claire? Do you? <laughs> do you, Claire? Do you, Claire, the toothbrushes? That's on my sentence. Work again. Oh, my God. Sorry. Say that again, Chris, because it didn't really make a lot of sense. Do you, <laughs> do you use Claire's toothbrush ever? And does she care? Does she, Claire? I was struggling with um, Claire. Care. Oh, no. I think I, think I have, have a toothbrush. And she didn't care, no. but oh, it no. would 
it's not like like to do it regularly would be weird but like like let's say we uh we're doing an overnight somewhere and i forgot my toothbrush i would use hers sure but like no the things okay. that i do with my toothbrush i would be really upset if she put that in her mouth yeah Cool, cool. Also, they just what do you used, do with your toothbrush? Bar soap as well, and I thought, and I wrote, is this pre body wash? I think it is. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so you, Nate, you need to understand that Claire's best friend in the world after Chris White, Hidge and Gunter and Pierre and Bernard me. and uh, and and, but then it's Chris White, and then mm-hmm. it's me, and then um, it's me, and the, that's what she said. Yeah, I think I, I just got to get checked back, but yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Um, yeah, so, so Chris and Claire, I like, like are probably, I mean, she she would probably say Chris is her best friend. Um, but then Chris says some shit and I'm just like, I literally sat on the couch with Claire watching this episode and she was like, but honestly, like, was this before men understood like to not use bar soap on their face? Like that was the conversation Claire and I had at the exact moment of the show. So Chris White, I am not yeah. surprised that you're note. But also it's like, okay, so Joey's point in the joke is I use it to wash my butthole or whatever, but it's also Balls. his soap, right? Oh, no, 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 no. He winds it up and sticks it down his pee hole. <laughs> he likes down the pee hole jokes. <laughs> Stop it. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay so but then after he does that he uses it again next time so again to your point about licking the spoon and putting it back in the drawer if chandler wasn't there it's still a scenario where he's using his butthole soap on his face or pee hole spiral soap sure so, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he cares that's weird. so he doesn't care but chandler cares but chandler's doing the same thing i guess He's also yes. using bubble soap on yeah, his face. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I, I, and this was a, this was a joke that like, this is one of the ones I remembered from the '90s. Like, this was always one that really landed with, or, or I thought was really funny. And I did, in fact, always think it was a power play by Joey, where Joey's like, "I don't care. You're the one that cares about the soap, so why don't you just think about that?" Like, I don't think Joey gives a shit. And also, I'd also like to point out that soap being self cleaning is true. That is 100 percent true. <laughs> <laughs> can't get it dirty can't be unclean it's soap it's soap <laughs> it's the thing that cleans other things I, sometimes i wash off my soap with other soap though whoa just in case you got you gotta have good. at least three you know right everybody agrees they like ha- three is best right three is best triples is best so triples is i best. also felt Sorry. like they were kind of aggro with each other in a way that was like in like a romantic comedy, there would be like completely engineered fight in act two just so they could break up. Well, yeah, they're arguing like a couple. Yeah. And also like in a way that was like they had a ton of baggage prior mm-hmm. to that. Where like the premise of the show simultaneously is they're such good friends, they should continue to live together. That's what everyone wants. But it's also like we're gonna have a breaking point conversation regarding right. spoons. Right. Those two things were simultaneously true in this world. And I can't accept that. Yeah, no, no, And 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 it's manifested in the we're gonna we're gonna resolve our disagreement through playing foosball. Like, like they're they're doing a very diminishing this is what men are like. Sure. Which is it's I mean, it resonated at the time, and I think that it actually is the kind of thing that 
God, I, I, I could never prove this, but I think that like, this is where you have uh, enough males of an age that are watching this, that are actually influenced by this, that they're like, okay, so like, we can admit that we have emotions through a metaphor of we choose the foosball table, but that's not what really is. Sure, sure. I, I, I do think that that's important. Simultaneously, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. And, and, and there's no real conversations between the two dudes. Um, well, I, I will say that I think they, they wrap it up kind of nicely at the end um, in a way that, like, you know, when he's leaving, they make up a little bit. They say their goodbyes. They give each other a hug. They they recognize that nothing's truly going to change, and they do it. Some of what you some of what you said was true, but they did not give each other a hug. Joey gave the yeah. straight male appropriate. Yeah. One up. dude's hugging the other one, and it's backwards. And they pat and each other a lot. Honestly, that's anyway. Um, but but JP, what I was going to say, fic, what I was going to say is that I, I really <laughs> liked, I really liked how they played with the fragile masculinity in that last part. It, it made for some interesting acting. Um, and, super and did. You, you you top that off with the nice the man hug and and it's it's a little t- it's a little cozy. I, I mean, I, I I legitimately like had feelings yeah. about a Joey. It, like that that is also like something that as a dude who was alive in the nineties, like that was a way that dudes would like try to express emotion, but also like I'm, you're not hugging me, so like it's fine. I, I, I really liked the moment. I actually, I liked the storyline. Um, nice. Can't wait. It's nice, I Chris. It's, Chris, I, it's I, nice. I, I liked, feel like Joey was super insensitive to Chandler in yes. terms of how Me upset too. Chandler was doing? about it. He went Agreed. right to Agreed. anger. Chandler was like, you're moving out. And instead of being like, I knew this was going to upset you. Like he, he had not, like no negotiating. He like immediately went to, I'm also fighting. Yeah. And it goes back to the thing where I was like, okay, so we had established earlier that they were constantly fighting anyway about lots of little things. Mm-hmm. So like Joey's response is, why are you surprised that I'm moving out? All you do is nag me about my spoon shit. Right. It's because it he's a town. It's weird. Cause that's like not what things were even like last episode. Right. Like, sure. It's kind of out of nowhere too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I hate that Joey and Chandler aren't going to live together anymore. I hate it. Sorry, bud. It's making me sad. Um, they move they back be, in together, right? They do. Spoiler for some other season. Yeah. The next episode is a very good episode. JP, are you frozen? No, I lost. I yet again laughed at your shit and pulled back <laughs> too far and the headphone thing. <laughs> Um, so that's fun. And I even had something I was going to say, I'm sorry, but it, buddy. It, 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 no, 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 no. I, I, when, when I bailed out, we were still talking about, uh, Joey and Chandler and the fight. And I, oh, the thing I was going to say about that was you guys are right. Like, like Chris, you're absolutely right. Like Joey just like went aggro. Didn't, didn't like, like, he just was like, I'm ready to go on the offensive. And the thing is, Joey acted the wrong way, but I think Chandler was wrong. Like Joey's trying to like grow up. Joey's trying to, I can afford my own apartment by myself. Like sure. He didn't have, he only had like good motivations for doing it. It was nothing to do with Chandler. And I think that Chandler was kind of being like a selfish jerk about it. Yeah. 
So if this if this conversation had happened in a that. different universe where money mattered and things like, I mean, they kind of touched on it for a second. It would it would be a little bit wild if your roommate just came to you and was like, "I'm moving out," and you would be like, "When?" and he would be like. Well, two scenes, two act breaks, and I will yeah. be moving out. One long edit of New York City, and I'm gone. <laughs> right? And you would be like, but dude, like, you're Chris, supposed to give me notice. Like, you know, how am I going to get a new roommate in here? No, 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 Chris. You would be mad. In, in, in terms of the renter's market in New York City, this is the first time that I have actually been upset at this show. <laughs> Otherwise, it all has made sense. No, you're super fucking right, dude. You don't just, like, tell your roommate, hey, two scenes. Within 24 hours, I'm, I'm actually just going to be moving out. Although, I guess you have- could argue that Joey has so much money being on General Hospital. I don't know. If, also, I don't know if it's been All established yet. But in the future, we will learn that Chandler basically pays Joey's rent. So, like, Joey doesn't have to give him notice. We haven't established that yet, but I am... I am super not surprised by that. Yeah, right. He's an actor. He doesn't have a job. Shows. <laughs> um, okay, but before we move on, I have to say there was a joke in this episode that I remembered. And when I say I remembered, I mean I haven't heard this joke since uh, when the show originally aired, and yet I remembered it. And Chandler makes a comment about like Joey's sister being a slut. Uh, your little yeah. men are going to get and scored Joey, out more times than your sister. That's what it is. Bad job of pretending to be angry. And then Joey looks really angry. And then there's a really no, good, didn't. long, long pause. And then, which one? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I remembered that fucking joke. Which sister? Yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Which one? Which The point is, I remembered where that was going. And that's the first time. In, in one of these episodes where something that I saw fucking 30 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it was, I remembered it. You had I was a rat tattoo really excited about that. That rat from the ratatouille movie? Well, he, he makes food so good that it makes people remember their childhood when their mother made that for them. I don't think my mother made friends. That's what I get every time I watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're super, Nate. You're super right. I was just doing a bit. You're super right. That's what it was. Like small correction. It's that like sense memory thing. Small okay. correction about before. I don't love friends. I know friends. Hmm. And you do a podcast about what you know. <laughs> you know what, hmm. I, Nate? You're my friend, and Chris is my friend, and I love you both. So I would I say love I you actually too, love friends. But no, 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 no. That's why you say you don't love friends. So oh, that's no. Fine. Oh no, we're going to talk about this later, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> um, oh yes. I mean, John will be not speaking to you later. Rachel and Phoebe are I'm getting sure tattoos. Oh, so that, so that scene opened with them sitting around the breakfast table talking, and Rachel and I was like, I can't remember who's dating who because again, I don't watch the show. Okay. I don't remember who was dating who at the time. Wait, and what? Rachel puts her hand on Joey's shoulder and then brushes his hair behind his ear. And then kind of strokes the back of his neck a little bit. And I was okay. like, oh, maybe they're together now. I remember that's a thing. Eventually they're together. Okay. So Chris, and then I was I gotta just like, this. oh, they're just friends. And they touch each other that way. Is that how they always have done this? Well, they're all friends. So, so Chris, I, I, I yeah, need yeah. to address this. So I, my friends need to know. Chris and I went to college together. 
Um, mm-hmm. It was a liberal arts college, second oldest college in the United States. Um, and uh, I got an English degree. It's a liberal arts degree. And uh, my my diploma actually came in Latin. Okay. Okay. Because it's a, it's a classic. It's, it, it is, it, this is a degree. This, this, this goes ages back. Okay. And Chris uh, majored in business and Chris, what language was your degree in? English. It was in English. It was in English because, you know, business. Business. Mm-hmm. Because of business. It's not as important as um, arts. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to see where this connects to the hair so touch. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, as an English major, so mm-hmm. I, and and because I had a diploma in Latin, um, I understand things. There's this thing called foreshadowing. Oh, okay, foreshadowing. And what this is is you'll see a symbol, or you'll see some sort of like sign early in in a work, a whole mm. body of work mm. that is going to be reflected later. And uh, I think I think everyone would agree the most famous uh, uh, version of this is in. Uh, the dragons of autumn twilight where the uh the 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 white the white fawn uh the 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 queen of the forest uh says you know we 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 do not mourn those who die serving their purpose and uh and and then she seems to look at sturm right blade and uh you know two books later or i'm sorry one book later uh oh, dragons of, of of winter night um Sturm dies. His death scene was preposterous. Oh my God. It's like, here's Sturm's son, I think was the phrase. I remember being outraged as a 13 year old being like, and uh, it's, it's, it's devastating, but that's, that's what foreshadowing is. So to bring this back to friends, um, that very thing you're talking about, Chris, that, that, that Rachel giving Joey the little brush of the hair. That's what we're talking about. Scratch of the neck. Mm -hmm. Um, Boy, buckle in, buddy, because Joey and Rachel, they get together, sir. We got a really long way till we get to that. <laughs> they had not. There's That's no way the they knew about of the that. joke. Um, you also just wanted to talk about Dragonlance, and I hey. appreciate it. Hey, and one hundred percent followed. I watched hey. Nate, and he I was like, it. "Yes, I have read all of those Dragonlance. I know books. what those books are. They hey, are important to me. You set up four lights, you get four shadows. That's what I always say." <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so meanwhile, my wife heard me in the other room and said, I can hear you. And yes, this was a lot. I touched my roommates a lot and that was insane. So she agrees. She agrees. We are pretty touchy people. And we both thought that was wild. I'm going to have to go back and look at what you're talking about because I I, I can't believe you guys didn't notice. I didn't notice. It was a lot. Uh, would you like, would you like to hear some trivia about this episode? Okay. Maybe. Just, just some of the worst trivia I've ever seen on IMDb. Um, <laughs> Nate, I'm really excited about this. Can you give it a little more energy? You, you seem, you seem low energy on this. Well, Phoebe, well, we, are, we are an hour and 15 minutes into this episode, and Nate is putting in what seems like his filler. Is this filler for the? No, episode? no, 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 it's not filler. I just noticed. Okay. I just noticed this on IMDb, and it's just <laughs> some <laughs> of the most the IMDb press. Chris, okay. it's like you've never. It's like you've never listened to an episode of Friendsman. It's just some of the most, <laughs> you know, half-assed work I've ever seen on IMDb trivia, and and I read a lot of. I'm IMDb excited about trivia. this, but I want energy. While Phoebe picks out Wait, which Lily, oh get to yeah, get you do. <laughs> she mentions Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn is the name of a Warner Brothers cartoon rooster. 
That's, it. That's trivia. What were we talking about? How Tattoos? is that? Trivia? That's trivia. I don't know. It says it's in Tattoos. the trivia section. Um, we're, okay. They're so. getting tattoos. And can we talk about how monumentally fucked up Ross is in this episode? He's, 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 he's very funny in the kitchen scene later. Oh, I mean, he's funny in the, in the, in the Richard parts, but, but I mean, it, well, his attitude he, I got a lot of comments but. towards his girlfriend getting a tattoo mm-hmm. is like really weird. And you kind of don't yeah. realize how weird it is until no. the last scene when he shows up and he's like, you got a tattoo? No, that's not what the voice was. It was like simpering. He was like, I know. Oh, oh I see that you got a little tattoo. He I seemed also, mad. Oh, I also, oh, I had tattoo. issue with it from the beginning. Yes. Just like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Let, I mean, let, let someone do whatever the fuck they want. In the beginning, body. he doesn't know that Judge he's talking about Rachel. Right. And, and, He's Jewish and Jewish people can't get tattoos, that right? Change it. We're exactly. He's too judgmental about it. He's too judgmental about it. And then later. I'm when, starting to dislike this Ross guy. Yeah, there's something about this Ross guy that's not sitting too too well with me. Get a little hinky with me. There's actually some good trivia in this section, too, actually. A lot of a lot of trivia about the word Twinkie. Are you guys interested in that? I mean, I thought it was weird how they used it. So. Okay. When Judy says Richard has got himself a Twinkie, she's likely mm-hmm. referencing the 1970 Twinkies film are. Twinkie about a 38-year-old novelist, Charles Bronson, who runs off and marries and sets up a home with a 16-year-old schoolgirl. Oh, my. Okay, real quick. It is, so the novelist is named Charles Bronson? No, that's the actor. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I've seen Twinkie. Yeah, they didn't put they didn't put parentheses around Charles Bronson, so it does make it look like it's the novel. So the, Charles so the writers. The, so, okay, so so there was a. <laughs> I'm going to need you to write a sternly okay, worded letter to the trivia section writer. Of oh, it's IMDb. never good, dude. <laughs> do you know what's? Do you know? Because like I read trivia, the trivia section for How Did This Get Made too on all these old bad movies, and the thing that has taken over IMDb trivia is like listing out the actors that were like in Marvel movies together. Yeah. It's like, uh, like Samuel Jackson and whatever and whatever have appeared in Thor together. And, and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so appeared in Iron Man two and three. And it's like, bro, I, I, this isn't like what this website is for. Like, what are you doing? Do, 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 do people get paid for submissions? I, like, I don't think someone- so. Because there's like also information that IMDb is kind of like you said, that's not what this website is for. It's almost opposite. Like that website specifically will tell you what other movies that. Yeah, I can look that up. (laughs) That's what what you're right there. It's like you just scroll two inches up and click on Samuel Jackson. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. I'm talking too much about IMDb. Um, We got no Nate. You talk about it as much as you need. (laughs) Thank you, JP. Thank you so also, much. Also, we hate 9-11. We hate 9-11. We say 9-11. Yep. Just a reminder. Ooh, the friends of 9-11. Yeah. Anti-9-11. Never again. Um, <laughs> we need to talk about <laughs> Richard. Like blew the catchphrase. The thing that the 9-11 is a catchphrase. Never again. <laughs> Never again. 
that's that's what people say. They say nine eleven, never again. Um, mm-hmm. Monica and Richard go to their her dad's birthday party. They go together with Ross, and Ross is being super weird the whole time. He's like hinting at it. Um, and you know, Richard is Monica's dad's friend, and it's like one of you needed to not go. Like maybe Monica doesn't go. Yeah. Maybe Richard doesn't go. Richard could skip it. Also, I what I had about Ross was. I have makes a lot of sex jokes about it. Ugh, either you're on board or you're grossed out. Either way, you don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Either way. Chris, I don't know if you're uh, aware, but I have I, two sisters. Uh, I am aware. Fan, of this I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the show. And I think that uh, even though I know where they go with the storylines, if they were to pick up, I think that the uh, Ross and Monica storyline is just, that's the one we ship in. That's what there's, you want to see. There's a real <laughs> No connection between those two. Is there we talk about sex together a lot? There's got to be family for that. Do. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I mean, Nate, later, Nate, later, Nate, later, Nate, the dad is really happy to talk about talk sex in front of the son. What's up, Chris? The dad is really happy to talk about sex in front of his son. Yeah, like there's yeah. a little four person again, a small party. So like everyone, Tree. you have to believe that everyone else in the living room can hear this conversation. It's Ross, it's Richard, and the fat guy in the sport hanging nightclub scenario. Yeah. It's just in a room. So they're just talking in speaking voice. And someone is seven feet away talking about yeah. work or whatever. And they keep and, saying 20 year old. Yeah. Which is like in her twenties became 20 year old. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. it's like, They're like okay with it. When it would joking. be awful if he, if if it was a twenty year old. Is <laughs> the other part of it? Yeah. 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 And it's like nobody's quite like. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. Saying twenty seemed weird to me. Like you could just say a younger woman, but everyone kept saying twenty years old. Um, Ross's dad right. is like, I'd love to take her for a spin type mm-hmm. shit, and Ross is like, you dad, instead of being like, why would you say that in front of me? Yeah. You know, did you guys? Did you guys notice how they said Porsche wrong? <laughs> they said it wrong so many times. My 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 favorite part of of that scene though was when uh, Ross ran out of Rachel's room. He was about to get lucky. <laughs> he springs over to the bathroom and throws open the door and ready to tear open the box of condoms. But Monica's in there. Okay, we're cutting this off. Oh hi! Uh, she awkwardly. That's a no. She says awkwardly. Hi, Ross says cheerfully. Where's the box? Well, this is the last one. This is actually a plot of an episode where they're like, they both need a condom. Innate spoilers. I mean, the part that I love next was that Ross's face darkens. He's like, well, can I have it? What? Monica stepped back and she was here first. I I was here first, she said loudly. Yeah, but uh, uh, I really need it. Hey, JP. Takes a large step. Squirters. Let Let me jump ahead. Monica begins to tear open the condom. She pulls her ass away from Ross and stands him up. She slides the condom onto Ross's dick. Okay. And climbs up on the oh. sink. We're going to put another big long he slowly pushes here, his member into her slick pussy. Oh, my goodness. Ross begins oh, to like out and that. 
Slamming his body against Monica's, he pulls out and pulls her toward him, sliding his dick into her tight ass in one smooth motion. He begins to pump again. That's not cool. To be continued. You gotta ask before the you end do of that. Like that. So we're gonna we'll come back to that. Figure that wow. out. Oh, figure I out did what not want to hear him say. I don't know how happened there. Writing. Should it. we talk about Richard's suit? Is, is it a suit? Can you call it a suit when it's corduroy pants? Oh, what do you call it? What do you, what do you call it when it's just a, braided a belt? bunch of pleats tied together, but then they end up in pants? Like, <laughs> like if I were to only see the part right below the belt, I'd be like, he's clearly wearing and a it goes kilt. up to they his nose. Not wearing very a kilt, guys. He's not. Yes. Not wearing a kilt at all. Now, he's wearing pants that are ultra super pleated. Yes. Now, I will say this was the 90s, and this is when we were all about extreme and Mountain Dew and putting X in front of things. So, like, you know what? He's got X dream pants. Now, listen, I agree with both of you guys. Okay. The clothes are huge. Okay. Pleats on pleats. The clothes are enormous. He's pulling it off. He's 100% making it look fantastic because his giant body is filling up the big clothes. These aren't big clothes. They're clothes made for a man. Not me or not you or not Chris. They're they're made for like a real man. With like like a real man. Okay. Hold up very high. Me? Also, they're pulling focus from Ross's pants, which we also need to discuss. I know, but like they get like totally overshadowed because yes. Tom Selleck's pants are so awful. Now, here's the thing that I have to say, though. Almost no matter how they crop the scene, you could see his pants because they were so high and he is so tall. So, yes. I mean, he had them like almost to his nipples. I will say, I fucking... Everyone, I get it. I get it. I didn't get it. I get it. Jesus fucking Christ. Like the dude's wearing quadruple pleated pants above his nipples. And I'm 74 still sitting inches here like, off the ground. 70. God. Eight damn inches it. off the ground. I, so high, but He's God so damn good. it. Tom Selleck is so fucking hot, dude. Making like, it work. This is, he looks so good. I wish he I didn't know fantastic. anything about his politics because he just like, of course, he's this fucking heartthrob. We're only. 10 years away from from uh what was it called Malcolm PI or whatever nobody cares nobody cares Tom Selleck Magnum PI he looked good okay that's that's in the Ross's past, pants were it? like purple though Ross's pants were purple purpley like maybe like a navy blue but they were like shiny I need to look at these cuz I didn't see Ross's pants I'm going to look at them you're going to go back if you're going to go back into the episode I want you to also go back to the like that scene where he where she touches Joey's head. In okay, the- I'm gonna look at that too. Chris, um, I'm telling you, it's spoilers. It's foreshadowing because Rachel. But everyone else was just in the room again. It's a small space, dead silent. They're at a breakfast table. No one else is talking, and someone was sitting like right there and was just looking at them and was like, "She just touched his head like that." Okay, here it comes. I was like, "All right." I mean, like, okay, a little. A little weird and horny, but I guess everyone's down for it. Maybe that's how the show has always been. Her hand is on Joey. You know, Friends is kind of just like kind of sexy. Yeah, she's she's rubbing the back of his head and and brushing his hair. Um, it's certainly strange. It's certainly strange. It's not normal. I'll give you that, Chris. I'll give you that. I'm gonna be thinking about it all night. All right, we're moving on to Ross's pants because I gotta I gotta get my eyeballs on these pantalones. Um, but meanwhile, uh, what was up with that joke about the Rockettes peeing? 
Well, he's got mirrors on both sides. So it's like an infinity line. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I got that. And then Chandler was like, oh, that's a fantasy of mine. And Joey was like, ha ha. And then Chandler was like, no, really. And then I was like, was he serious? Because he... He's absolutely being serious. Um, okay, so I've got... Yeah, and, and, and by the way, and, and Friends Mennonites, we really apologize. We do not support kink shaming on the show. Um, Chris White apparently hates people with get it together, mirror, Chris. mirror urine fetish. But um, I just want that's... characters to be consistent. I didn't know that he had that kink, <laughs> and I feel like it would have come up at some point if that was actually like part of the character. If that was um, his actor's secret, it wasn't we would there have in had the first some episode. hint at it. Yep. Yeah. So I'm looking at Ross's pants right now. And how can you, you're like, right, how can you like rocket pee and also be that worried about your roommate using your toothbrush? They are corduroys. That seems a little weird to me. They are corduroys. They're like they're shiny. Very, they're very like vibrant. Shiny corduroys. They're like yeah. a dark green, shiny corduroy. He looks corduroy like pee. shit. Okay. Honestly, he looks like <laughs> shit in this picture. Look, his shirt's like all like tucked. No, that's not going to work. Okay. It's sure it's like all tucked in in a weird way and shit. Like he looks flannel. like absolute like trash. Yeah. He has tucked in. It's very like a bad. terrible flannel. Yeah. Um, so Chandler, Richard, meanwhile, is wearing a very long sweater with just the two bottom buttons buttoned. Mm-hmm. It's like a sweater dress that, almost. The, 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 that he's wearing. The, the women, when they come into the room wearing their dumb yeah. outfits that includes Chandler's long sweater, and, and they're like, you look so great. It's so they don't look great. stupid. They look normal. They don't look great at all. They look they don't regular. Look like they're fancy. I don't. I I have that written in my notes too, JP. I don't know what that was about. And they are going to like kind of like a nice brunch party, and maybe they should look a little nicer, but they don't. Chandler's wearing one of his stupid sweater vests. It was also not a brunch because no one had eggs and no one had fucking mimosas. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Richard and Monica tell her mother that they're having sex with each other. Absolute wild move out of nowhere. Um, well, they do it because Monica is in the bathroom and hears her dad tell her mom that Richard said he's falling in love with the Twinkie. And then they have sex in the bathroom with well, Monica. See, she had a chance to <laughs> talk about how they had sex later and instead feel mom said feel mom up. I was bothered by that. That was weird. Because and again, as I mentioned earlier, I agree that they had sex. I don't know why Monica passed. would just say. We don't know how much time passed. And JP, I think a lot of time passed. And I think you can tell when they come back into that room in that scene, they've both they've both busted. That's that's post bust energy. Okay, Nate, but uh, before you get judgy, busting makes them feel good. (laughs) It's hey, not gonna hear any argument from me on that one, buddy. Um, terrible actress, by the way, Ross's mom, very bad. But how about Elliot Gould though? He's good. He's funny. He's good. I just don't know why he's such a creep about sex in front of his son. He's so upset if my dad. He's, he's just like okay, which, yeah, which is I, more I upsetting, yeah. which is more upsetting that he talks about sex in front of his son or that he has sex in front of his daughter. <laughs> Although, you know, what? now that I'm thinking about it, that bad boundary that they have does kind of align with um, the relationship that Ross and Monica have regarding sex. Like, sure. uh, a little, little, little bit of the, uh, yeah, some of that's going on. Everybody's doing down for it. Talk oh, about it. Do right it. Right there. Mm-hmm. If he's doing his hands. Oh, they're doing the stuff. Absolutely oh, unidentifiable. Monica. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that everything? Did we talk about everything? Phoebe doesn't get her tattoo. 
too freaks Rachel's out. pants were preposterous, Phoebe but her butt looked tattoo? good. The tattoo artist had a brand brand new shiny A shirt on, but her nipples were showing. Yep. They were. There were actually multiple nipples in this episode. A couple of nipples. Um, um, wait, no, 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 no. I think the Phoebe not getting her tattoo and then getting her tattoo is, there was a joke there that I really liked where she said, I got, it's a tattoo of the planet earth yep. as my mom sees it from heaven. <laughs> like that yep. was a really and then, funny joke. And then Rachel's like, and then Rachel's like, bullshit. Your mom's like, yeah, where the fuck nice. is my tattoo? It's very funny. It, it, it was also, it, Jennifer Aniston was really, yet again, a great actress in this mm-hmm. episode. Like. Yeah. She she's doing way more with what they're giving her. Uh, it, it's it's really impressive. Even though the plot line is like weird, and I'm like, why why is Ross being this way? She she makes the most of it, and she absolutely comes across being believable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, real quick. In high school, did either of you know girls that got dumb that type of tattoo? Or guys, honestly. My wife has a dumb tattoo that she doesn't like. Ooh, what is it? Uh, like a, a chi- some sort of Chinese character on the back of her neck. Um, yeah, don't make um, that kind of noise at my wife, Chris White. How dare you? I feel no, you didn't her. let him finish. He was going to go I mean, home. Uh, yeah, I, I live. Uh, That's great. I, I lived by the beach in high school, so oh yeah, people really did have bad tattoos. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yep, people were like two dolphins making a heart. What? Yeah. and I'm li- and everyone would be like, okay. That's thing to get on uh, your foot, I guess. Great. I have I have one of those on my back. Yeah, big I, one. I had I had friends freshman year who uh, gave each other identical, identical in quotes flower tattoos, but they did it with the poking uh, 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 stick. Oh yeah, that's what I did with this one. Yeah, and but they were like two 14 year olds who were like, "I'm going to go ahead and do this on my body forever," and uh, actually, you're going to do it to me, and then I'm going to do it to you. Really creeped me out. Also, the tattoo was just. Just look like a stick figure. Yeah. You gotta anyway, do Katie, Jess, love you guys. Love you. Tiny guys. with the stick and poke. I did the L for my daughter's name, and it looks fine. Just gotta I do like something it. tiny. But why? Hmm. Why not pay someone twenty dollars to do that? Oh, it was just it was like fun. I, I like sat at the kitchen table. I did it myself. I like drew it out. Just like a fun little little art Are project. Are you going to get your son on the other one? I, I do. I need to do another L. I was probably going to do one like right next to it or something. And then where are you getting the JP? I got to get JP tattooed on my body somewhere. Yeah, um, I think the J goes on the one inside cheek and then the P goes on the other inside. I'm getting a rib tat of, of a picture of you, JP. It's going right on the ribs. Yeah. I'm going to sit for the whole that- thing. Get really that good. that 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 really famous meme of me saying that's horrible. All right, here we go, JP. Ink Master Watch. Have you and Claire watched Ink Master yet? Because you we would like not, it. Nate, this is okay. So so <laughs> you 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 said two out of the three the hosts have McCray, been canceled, and then you you texted me about it, and now you're saying it again on the button. Yeah, I have to I have to watch the show. I would I like think Ink Claire Master. Would like it. Yes. And sometimes people mess up the tattoos. Oh, that sucks. And they'll say like Morm instead of mom. It's like that what? sounds cool as shit. <laughs> did I did I did I tell you that my brother was on one of those shows, but he was the arm that they were doing a tattoo on? That's cool. Wait, let me tell you a little bit more about it. Mm. So it was a tattoo competition show. This is probably and- Ink Master. There's only like one. <laughs> 
And the, the, the challenge was like, they were given a random state and they needed to tattoo that state onto somebody. I've definitely seen this episode. And my brother was a person who was like, I'll volunteer for it. Sure. And so he got a tattoo of the state of Texas, which happened to coincide with me moving to Texas. Now, <laughs> does that mean anything? No, not at all. But is it really fucking weird? Absolutely. So yes. So there's a I think it's kind of romantic. Does your brother there's, there's, live in Texas? No. no. Okay. I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> no. No. But he got the tattoo. But he got the tattoo. And then like it was cool because I had just like I, I was moving to Texas and he was like, and that's why I got the tattoo. And it is a fucking impressive tattoo. Like, oh, it looks I, good. That's good. It looks really cool. But also my brother has never set foot in Texas. <laughs> Okay. Not once in his life. That is, but the I first, still consider it a love letter to me. That is the first question that people ask when you show them Ink Master is like, "Who are these people that are coming in and getting these tattoos?" And it's like, "You, dude, I bet they've got waiting lists. I bet, I bet, like people are lining up around the block to get free tattoos." Wait, no. This is. I, I'm going to sound like I'm lying, but I will show you pictures from both of them. My other brother what the was fuck living in San Diego. About? Oh no! I'm I serious. This was all My the same fuck brother. up brother, but it's now multiple brothers. No, no, no. The first one. The first one was. Okay. Uh, my other brother was living in San Diego, and much like me, he was madly, madly in love with his pet, and uh, he loved her so much. She was an English bulldog named Bunny. You get a she pet was tattoo. So amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So he wanted to get a tattoo of Bunny. Now he was a professional photographer. And he had this great shot of Bunny in a Ravens uh, jersey. He just loved it. It was his Facebook picture for a very long time. He, he and, and it was also like, he's such an amazing photographer. So he went to one of the guys from, uh, hey God, the one that. um, Cat Bundy. was like the. Yes, it was Cat Bundy. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever that shop was, he, he wanted to get one of those guys to do it. So he ended up going for a total of, I think it was four sessions and the first three wow. were seven hours each oh. for a photorealistic mm. tattoo of his bulldog, which he, he got. It's beautiful. It looks good. And he went to one. It's, it's amazing. He spent, I won't. He spent a very large amount hey, of money on it. I bet. But yeah. it's, it's like a work Wait, you of don't want to say how cool. much money it is? Okay, you said a lot of personal things about $7,000. Wow, Ooh. that's a lot of money. Um, that is a lot of money. But he, but he it like and and again, like I, I'm I'm with him on like, yeah, he fucking loved his dog. I'm not going to spend seven thousand dollars on tattoo from a dog, but um, I, I I appreciated where it was coming from. We'll have to see a picture yeah. of that. I mean, but it is he, a permanent I, I, thing. I can, if there's something you're I, not going to try and get on sale, it should be a tattoo. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's a really good point. Um, so anyway, yeah, so both of two of my three brothers. <laughs> have uh, gotten tattoos from famous tattoo artists, apparently, and also reality TV show related. Well, this I'm, reminds me, Nate, I also want you to go to the end of the tattoo shop scene because there is some amazing extra work going on in the background. Oh, the after credit scene? No. Uh, ooh, there was an after credit scene? I did not watch it. No, there, oh, was, no. Not, there was not. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The guy looking when, at Rachel's butt. Is that what he's doing? Okay. That There's makes a guy more looking sense. at Rachel's butt for sure. There was one. I have sleeping oh, guy, <laughs> sleeping guy in tattoo shop question mark. Other guy leaning on wall like he's passing out question yep. mark. 
Oh, I didn't even yeah. see that guy. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's leaning no. the way that like if you're too drunk to like really get it done, but you need to pee in a urinal the way that you like like he's holding onto that wall for dear life, but sure. it's in the tattoo shop and whatever time of day it's supposed to be. How could I know in this show? Maybe what might be actually accurate for a New York tattoo shop in the 90s. Sure. I mean, no, it, I didn't even notice that guy because I was fixated on the guy in the back behind uh, 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 Phoebe and Rachel. Like he just, he seems so creepy. And also, why are they getting in right away? And he's sitting there. What is he waiting for? He's, he's like a sky guy. Hat on, his weird hat. Yeah, he had a hat. Yeah. Like a little pork pie on or something. Yeah, he had a fedora on it. <laughs> oh, God. I, what is the through the hole and through the foreskin? What is that one called? Come on. Come on, JP, please. Prince Come Albert. on. It's Albert. That's what it was. This yeah. is for kids. I'm going to have to mark this one explicit. <laughs> for kids. This show's for you children. Just, you just don't like admitting you love talking about things going to I, I don't. I don't. That's like Nate, my. You got to get over this. You like the one over. thing. Nate, I don't just like admit it. We all, everyone, everyone is turned on by it. Everyone. We'll talk about You're not weird. Else. You're not weird, dude. Just like imagine a twig and it's got like, you know how no. like a twig isn't straight. It's got like those. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate is taking his headphones off. He does look very uncomfortable. I'm not imagining the twig. <laughs> okay. So what happened next in the episode? That's it. We talked about everything. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to go put a twig in my dick to stop thinking about it. Okay, hey, just what? make sure you uh, boil, here we go. Here's an important thing first. that we didn't get to. Why do Ross and no, why do Chandler and Joey have a chair made of golf clubs? Oh wow, I didn't see it. A chair made of golf clubs. It was screaming at me because it was in the scene where they're packing up the very empty apartment, and I was like, Well, what, what weird choices they've made of what things Joey is taking and what well, Chandler's. Oh, Chandler gets to Chan- keep the golf Chandler club owns chair. the golf club chair. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. Chandler and Joey's apartment. Is a bachelor pad, man. They've got crazy. Sometimes you got to sit down everywhere. right next to the TV. What you want yeah. is the TV to be on your left shoulder, and you want to sit in a nice, comfortable golf. Okay, chair that's I'm, like the Game of Thrones, like the uh, the Iron the yeah. Iron Throne, but it's golf clubs. I'm seeing the chair, and you're absolutely right. It is it is in fact made of golf clubs? Um, it just belonged to someone that works on the show. Like yeah. some PA was like, "I got a weird chair." Yeah. You know, like, all right, fine. You're absolutely right. <laughs> there also no, appears no, to no be tears. African masks near their bathroom. Very strange. That's not great. What? Oh, by the way, what is up with the bathroom stuff in this show? Because there was a lot of <laughs> making out in that bathroom at the brunch. Yep. Right. What? I was like, multiple characters are making out in this bathroom at a small party. Where do you make out at small parties, Chris? You got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, there's not a better place at a small brunch party to make out with somebody than the bathroom. That is true. But it's weird that they pulled the trigger on that with multiple characters. Yeah. It's like, okay, so we saw two characters do it. How many other characters also did it? You mean like how many of the extras snuck off? Yeah, the probably bathroom everyone else did yeah. too. I have That's to fair. That's fair to say. Apparently there was just some horny vibes going on in that bathroom. I mean, there's like not only the friend characters that are going to fall victim to it. There's yeah. going to be other people that are also sucked into that sexual horny bathroom. Well, yeah. Chris. Yep. Who, who was your best friend of the episode? Was your. Wow. 
Nate. Shit. Um. <laughs> fuck. God damn it. Shit. Um. My best friend of the episode is post nut Jack Geller. <laughs> Chris, who is your best friend of the episode? My best friend of the episode was Rachel for going through with it on the tattoo. This was huge for agreement. Yeah. And for calling Phoebe out when she was trying to hide behind her mother's death to get get away with it. She should not not be off the hook because her mom died. Fuck that. Nope. She should get that Lily tattoo, just like Rachel said. Yeah. Agreed. JP? Who's your best friend of the episode? It's going to be a weird one. It, 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 you you want to go with Elliot Gould. You always do. He just he wasn't doing it for me. Post not Elliot Gould. You didn't like how he said that the brand of his car. It's Porsche. Porsche. It's Porsche. And Porsche. people who own Porsches say Porsche. And people who want to own a Porsche they say Porsche. You know Joey makes that. You know Joey makes that joke, right? <laughs> what are you doing with the mask and the hat? You look like a burglar now. Okay, Chris, do you have anything that you want to plug? Since JP's making a mockery of our recording, he's got a filter on. He looks like the hamburglar. Uh, Joey's jacket was really big. Joe would pretend he could be mad. He's such a bad actor. Laugh track is really obnoxious when Phoebe talks. Ross reacting to tattoo was Ugg. Such a whiny voice. Ugg. These are your plugs? Yeah, this is what... Uh, at XYT Music on Twitter. Reach out to me if you want some music for your podcast or yeah. other little creative projects. Or if you're a musician yourself and you would like to collaborate, that would also be super exciting. Thank you for having me on this show. Hamburger, what do you want to plug? My friends. I don't want to plug. Yeah. I just want to plug. Everyone should watch Friends. Listen to this podcast and watch Friends. Follow JP and Nate. I still can't get, I can't get over that Claire declared today that this is literally her favorite podcast. She cackles. <laughs> um, well, sweet. our wives have to tell you a hard time when she said, what is it? 1922. And she was like, why 1922? And I'm like, that's that fine. Was, just choose a random date in the past. Yeah, that that was totally favorite, fine. That's my favorite joke of the episode. Why did they give her a hard time about that? It's a really good one. A really long time ago when women couldn't do things. I was like, Phoebe's not dumb for this. She's fine. She's, she's referencing a good date. Yeah. Fine. Also, then she said that was before women's suffrage, which <laughs> sounds horrible. But it's good. It's a but really good, good joke. <laughs> yeah. And she was wearing this flesh colored thing in her hair wrap. It was like a napkin holder. It was like a leather napkin holder. You watch these way, way closer than we do. I'm like, I'm chasing Chris, kids I, in the I, dog I, around when I watch these. Nate, I think before we close out, I think we got to do a vote. Who thinks Chris should watch? Every episode and comment well on every episode. He legally has because I'm going to go ahead and see, and he's legally not allowed to talk during the episode. The audience is not into it, but I, I, I Chris, it'd be real fun if you would just watch these with us and uh, and again and he has chime to. in whenever you want. He's supposed. To. <laughs>
He's back. He's back to talking through sound clips. He's All more right. comfortable this way. Um, well, JP, this is a great episode. Fun time. It's really fun, Nate. Yeah. Loved, loved having Chris here for, for a real episode. Chris, I'm really glad you were on Mike. It was really fun. Um, it was like. <laughs> JP, you're my best friend. Chris, you're my best friend, too, on this episode. Hey. I love you, yeah. buddy. this episode. Uh, review our podcast Nate? or whatever. Yep. Nate, you're That's my best right. friend. Chris White, you're my best friend. I love you both. And uh, next time you hear from me, you're back in Maryland. Oh, shit. That's huge. You're just going to talk like a crap the whole time? Crap, crap, crap. You can't talk yep. all fucked up on our show. <laughs> like a crap. Like crap. Oh, no, 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 no. He winds it up and sticks it down his pee hole. <laughs>